It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. It is Thursday, March 5th. Hope you guys are having a good week. Bill Rossetti of Panthers Wire back with you guys. And, oh boy, we've got some stuff to talk about today, don't we? A uh, bit of a... Bit of a shocker, bit of a busy day on Wednesday, wasn't it? Um, we know, of course, a few days ago, we'll, we'll start by saying that Jenna Lane, of course, hat tip to her, she did have the initial report that Trey Turner was being shopped around at the Combine, and sure enough, it felt like it, it happened so fast. The Panthers have traded... Offensive guard Trey Turner to the Los Angeles Chargers for left tackle Russell Okun. So how about that? A straight swap of offensive linemen between the teams sitting at 6-7 and seven in the draft. So the Trey Turner, the all-pro guard for the Panthers, who admittedly, yeah, has been on a bit of a decline the last couple of years, but still was a... a Still is is a very good guard. Let's let's not kid ourselves. He's still a really good guard, and we talked uh, we talked the other day about uh, his contract and how a team would be taking him on for roughly ten million dollars a year, and now we see that's what's going to happen for the Chargers, who you know they've had a couple guards that they've drafted have some injury concerns, guys like uh, Forrest Lamp who. I was always a huge fan of, uh, so unfortunately, but unfortunately he's had a uh, he's had some concussion issues, and then you've had uh, Dan Feeney, who I think also has had concussion issues, if I remember correctly. So they they've obviously had, and we know with the Chargers' offensive line, we've seen uh, some turnover quite a bit over the last couple of years, some struggles on there. So they're hoping that. Uh, they're obviously hoping Trey Turner is going to be one of those solid pieces for them for a few years. While on the Panthers' side, of course, uh, at least now we don't have to be concerned about left tackle. I think it's, you know, they, they have their left tackle for 2020 now in Russell Okung. But now, of course, you know, we talked about yesterday the hole that it leaves at, uh, at guard. But like I said yesterday, this will allow... Uh, Dennis Daly to get some work at guard. Taylor Moten, of course, has had work at guard. So I think right now, as it stands, before we get into free agency, before we get into the draft, you're probably looking at, uh, obviously, Okung at uh, left tackle, Taylor Moten at right tackle, and Matt Paradis at center. Those three positions look set. So now it's a matter of who's going to be your two guards. You You figure Dennis Daly is going to be one of them. Will they re-sign Greg Van Roten, or are they gonna bring somebody else in, or will they will they possibly plug in somebody like Taylor Hearn at at one of those positions? It's gonna be interesting how they attack that uh, that left guard spot. You know, if we look at the the R lads roster right now, uh, they you know of course still have Van Roten listed as left guard, but now that he's 
a free agent, we'll know if he's going to come back. Again, Tyler Larson, you know, backup center, but he can play some guard. Um, you know, you don't have too many options right now. So, it, will will Greg Van Roten quietly be one of the uh, the key pieces that the Panthers try to re-sign among the, the huge list of offensive line or the huge list of free agents, excuse me, that they have. So it's tough. You know, you I think Joe Marino said it best when commenting on the side from both trades. Both both of these teams effectively filled a hole at one spot while creating a hole at another spot. The Panthers uh filled a hole at left tackle, but they've created a hole at guard, and vice versa for the Chargers, create or filled a need at guard, but now created a hole at left tackle by getting rid of Okung. And uh, you know, there's still that name brand value, obviously, with Okung, and uh, you know, he still is kind of on the better side of left tackles. But of course, he is getting up there in age. He's going to be 32 this season, and will carry a, a cap hit of about. Thirteen million dollars also has a uh, a five hundred thousand dollar, or he can make up to five hundred thousand dollars in per game bonuses, which he's likely going to hit. So you're probably talking about thirteen and a half million and change uh, as the cap hit. So I think the Panthers are actually taking on more money for 2020 in, in the grand scheme of things because you've got a thirteen and a half million dollar cap charge now for Russell Wilkoom. They take a $9.5 million dead money hit, as we discussed yesterday, from trading Turner, but they do save $3 million in cap space. But the flip side to all this now is that all this money is off the books after 2020 because Okung now only has one year left on his contract. And, of course, by trading Turner, all that prorated money, you know, the signing bonus and that, that's how this dead money cap is created. All that money gets accelerated into 2020. So he comes off the books after 2020 as well. And again, with Okung being a free agent, and I don't, I can't imagine he's here longer than one year. I, th I think this is kind of a bridge type deal. I, it doesn't preclude them from taking an offensive tackle uh, at, at number seven. I've seen some people think, you know, saying that. Offensive tackle might be off the board. See, I'm not so sure about that. I mean, you've only got one year of Okung. It's not like you're going to sign him to any sort of long deal, I think, after... You know, you know maybe they do, but I, I still feel that um, that position is still in play at number seven. Does, does obviously mean they're going to... They're definitely going to take an offensive tackle at seven, but I'm not going to completely write it off as a need. I mean... I still believe it's defense all the way. If, if I'm sitting here right now making the pick, it's Jeffrey Okuda, it's Derek Brown, it's Isaiah Simmons, or maybe you trade back and possibly get someone like Javon Kinlaw. I think one of those guys is more likely uh, the option, or at least in my opinion, I think defense is more the option. But I would not be surprised if it's still offensive tackle, even with even with the, the, the acquiring of Russell Okun. Because I think Jordan Rodriguez brought up 
a real good point when this when talking about this deal too, and that one of the reasons this uh, this move was likely made is because of the the strong injury concerns for Greg Little. I mean, let's face it. He, he dealt with a bunch of concussions, never really seemed like himself all season. His, his rookie season was basically lost. And even when he was out there on the field, he struggled. So there seems to be some genuine concern about Greg Little. And it goes back to when we were talking about these mock drafts yesterday with uh, with two of the Redskins and, and uh, that scenario. This is a new coaching staff. It's... Kind of a new regime because it's more David Tepper helping run the show. You know, yeah, Marty Herney's there, but you know, I'm sure David Tepper and Matt Rule have a lot of input. And so, you know, these are guys that were not here when uh, this new coaching staff was around. And you know, if they see the struggles with Greg Little, there's nothing stopping them from finding another option. And that could potentially be what this is. And like I said, that's why. That's why I think offensive tackle is still in play at number seven. So they definitely have to take a long, hard look at the future potential of Greg Little. But at least now they have somebody in at left tackle in Okung. Because, uh, of course, Darrell Williams is a free agent as well. But uh, I, at this point, I don't expect him back either. That There's there's effectively your Darrell Williams replacement but still, you know, it was a strange deal when it first popped up. But when you sit and, you know, break it down and, and think about it a little bit, it makes a little bit more sense. I would have liked to see Carolina get a draft pick. But it was confirmed yesterday that there will be no draft pick swap. It's just the, the two players. Now, keep in mind... This trade is not official. That, that This is why I found it funny, too, that the Panthers on their website put, you know, report Panthers acquiring uh, Russell Okung, but they can't comment or anything on it. Well, I would I would have waited to, to write that piece at all because it's still about two weeks before this trade even has, even becomes official because, of course, the new league year hasn't started. So that's when... These trades will become official uh, is in about two weeks. So I, I found it pretty funny that the Panthers put out that article about the trade, but then they said the Panthers can't comment or you know anything like that until the trade is official. Well, you're probably better off just not even writing anything, just waiting until uh until the trade actually becomes official then post the official announcement I, th I think they made themselves look a little bit silly by by putting out that article but that's uh maybe they just wanted to be ahead of the curve I, I don't know but um, that that's that's a road I probably wouldn't have gone down if I'm if I'm the team but that's uh you know, so that's at least trying to make some sense out of this trade. Uh, like I said, the, the the thing I fall back on as far as what makes the most or what helped make this trade is the fact that you're basically freeing up all that space now 
in uh, in 2021 because now the Panthers, you know, yeah, you have that nine and a half million dollar dead money hit, but of course now it means you're no longer on the hook for his 11 million dollar salary that he's due in 2021. That now, of course, falls on the Chargers. And again, Russell Okung is set to be a free agent after the season. So as of now, all that money is off the books. And if you look at over the cap and their uh, their cap calculator, now this is based on a $210 million salary cap. But again, we have no idea what it is in 2021. But if we're using that, the Panthers are projected about $113 million right now in salary cap space and they only have 21 players signed for 2021 so they've got a lot of work to do but in, in a way that's a good thing you know they're maybe they're fully embracing the rebuild when you have all those spots to fill and all that money to spend it can allow you to go out and get a lot of these players that you want and develop them if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So, again, maybe maybe they're fully embracing the rebuild because now you've jettisoned Trey Turner. You've let uh, Greg Olson go. They've really haven't totally 100% committed to Cam Newton as the starter, you know, or it at least took them a while to say, Hey, we want him. We'd love to keep him on the roster, but they hadn't said too much before that, before the combine. So I have no idea. And, And I talked about this with a couple people on Twitter. Like these are the trades that make me wonder what this team is doing. You know, are they rebuilding? I, I, I don't get it. I, I don't know what they're doing. I, I guess this can be the whole like, you know, they're trying to compete, but they're trying to rebuild at the same time. If if that makes sense, because again, at least now you have your left tackle position set in 2020. You just now got to figure out most of the rest of the offensive line. Like I said, center set with Matt Paradis. Right tackle is set with uh, with Taylor Moten. Now, as, as an option I discussed before too, you can draft an offensive tackle, put him at, at right tackle, and kick Taylor Moten inside the guard because he has played guard a little bit so far in the league. I wouldn't rule out that possibility as well, and then maybe you go out and you re-sign Greg Van Roten, or uh, maybe they have confidence in some of the other guys on the roster like like a Tyler Larson to come in and play guard. You know, the how they shape this offensive line is going to be one of the more fascinating storylines I think of this offseason. But like I said, that's kind of my sense of how I'm trying to make sense, I guess, of 
of this trade, you know, and, you know, down the line, it could all, it might all work itself out, but that's the big trade the Panthers have at least agreed to. Again, it can't be official for about two weeks, but it's Trey Turner headed to the Los Angeles Chargers in exchange for left tackle Russell Okung. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And the Panthers, that was not the only move the Panthers made in or on Wednesday. They also, we talked about uh, the visit they were having with Chris Smith the former defensive lineman of the Panthers. Well, the Panthers actually have made their first free agent signing, and it, it or I should say free agent signing outside of the team, and it is Chris Smith. He did decide to sign with the Panthers, and uh, it's kind of a homecoming for Chris Smith because this is actually pretty much his hometown team. He doesn't live too far from the Charlotte area. So it's a one-year deal for Chris Smith with the Carolina Panthers. And as Adam Schefter tweeted last night, former Browns defensive lineman Chris Smith is signing a one-year deal with his hometown team, the Panthers, per source. Good for him. Smith's girlfriend and the mother of one of his children was killed in September after being struck by a passing car after exiting Smith's car. That's, ugh. I mean, you, you hate to hear stories like that, but um, again, the fact that it is his hometown team and he gets to have a chance to play there, you know, good for him. And, you know, so we'll see what, what he's able to add uh, to this Panthers line. But that was the busy day for the Panthers on Wednesday, signing Chris Smith. And then, of course, the big trade of acquiring Russell Okung for... Trey Turner. So that'll put a bit of a bow on this busy day. Um, as always, thank you guys so much for the uh, for the support. Uh, tomorrow, got a uh, fellow Panthers Wire contributor Eric Williams. He's going to come on the show and talk about his latest seven round mock draft, as well as some performances from the combine. So looking forward to having him on. And that'll be a good way to wrap up this first week of March as we get close to March Madness as well. A week from Sunday is Selection Sunday. So fun times coming. And then that week, the week the tournament starts, is the week that the league year officially begins. So a lot to look forward to. And we'll be here covering it all as, as at least as best we can. But until next time, keep it locked here on LOP. And until next time, take care, my friends, and we will see you soon. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.